I tell you what, Sammy, you need to be careful. Why Daddy, is that? Daddy's feisty tonight. He's been drinking mezcal down Uh-oh. in the city. Uh oh. Uh-huh. I've seen this before. Yeah, now yeah. I'm nervous. You know, it's been told that you have the bravado of a Michael McCoolgan. Why is that? You know why? Because I could have sworn I heard you leaving the bar yesterday proclaim to your better half, Kiss me, I'm shit-faced! <laughs> there you show. go. Yeah, that I do know. Hello and welcome to the Drunk United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the dullard Casanova Samuel Graham. <laughs> How you doing, Sammy? <laughs> Not too bad, mate. How are you? You will understand why I'm calling you a dullard, right? Yes. It is your proclaimed favorite band, and you don't know the front man's name. I'm aware. I, I actually, pre-show, pre-show, pre-show meeting with my wife, said, I'm going to try to slip one past the goalie tonight. Let's, and I totally did. Hold on. I mean, first you're, off, you're horrific. First off, first off, let's not lie to the listeners. There's no four iterations of pre-show meetings. <laughs> This was you driving in the car and just needed someone to talk to for a minute. Yeah. Because you were stuck at a red light on New York Avenue. Yeah. That's what it was. It's the random shit that runs through my brain. I call her and say it to her. I do that four times in a day. That's a pre-show, 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 pre-show meeting. I've nailed it. That's not even fair. That's not even fair. Uh, We are recording. Making it seem like we do admin. (laughs) Yeah, true. We are recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And since we have no downloads from Google Play, I insist on referring to all of you as weird Android users from now on. I'm bringing well, it you, back. Well, you've been doing it, and it's true, obviously, because well, I, none of them can find us. I, I stopped for a few weeks. Now I'm bringing it back. <laughs> um, we'd love to chat with you during matches, and uh, we'd uh, love to have you give us questions for the show. So, Sammy, uh, tell the good people how they can get in touch with us. Sure. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, we are at DU Football Show with a very, very speedy rating of getting back to DMs. So, Slide into those, please. Uh, and then dufootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch with your email questions. In fact, uh, you, uh, Sam, in your very homoerotic way, if with your sliding into your DMs, we did have uh, Kicker4 reach out to us on Instagram. Why and- was that gay? <laughs> I mean, just because you always want to slide into the DMs. It just does. Uh, I'm it- just making a reference for the kids, mate. That's you, it. You sound- yeah, for the kids. <laughs> you- now you really sound creepy. <laughs> Jesus, you sound really creepy. Um, so uh, shout out to uh, Kicker4 for um, somebody who's a little bit new to... Uh, I meant the millennial so- listeners. I'm trying to... Give our like listeners some credit here. Settle down, you pedophile. <laughs> oh, stop it. This is going way too far. Remember, I'm married with child. <laughs> I can't. Are. That's come on. <laughs> Hashtag Easter egg. Um, so, uh, anyways, let's bring this back in. Just a little shout out to our friend uh, Kicker Four, who is not a big uh, soccer fan. He's just kind of new to it. Complimented us on kind of. Uh, comparing things to uh nfl football as far as rivalries and things of that nature go and you know honestly we're we're trying to do a show that both uh soccer and football fans will listen to and then also people that just want to listen to to dumbasses you know get drunk and ramble at each other you know yeah basically i mean we we want this show to be like we're sitting at the pub talking to each other. Which would lead us into our very next thing. Uh, we got a uh, five-star review and a quick little rating from MKOZ6 said, Sounds like two friends sitting together at a pub. Very easy, enjoyable listen. Thank you very, very much. Uh, as Sam said, it's what we're going for. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Is, and, and, you know, in, in the culture of football, being at the pub, talking shit to your friends, is essentially the end-all, be-all of what we live for. So that's exactly what we were going for, and we appreciate you noticing. Absolutely. And uh, finally... um, Anyone else that would like to get in touch and praise us, do it, because it makes us feel good. Uh, And then finally, we actually had a question concerning uh, the intro every week from uh, Bo Riley, who said... um, where do you record the podcast? Studio H sounds like it may be synonymous with Sam Houston's house. 
Why? Why? Yes, it is. Here it we are. To be. <laughs> studio H happens to if be. If you follow studio us Houston. on Instagram, you will see a photo every week from Sam's office of of us <laughs> with a bunch of blankets all over the place and yeah. uh, our makeshift studio and towels over tables. So every time we put down a drink, it doesn't clunk like crazy. <laughs> oh, um, so and then occasionally those loud bangs you hear are me getting upset and slapping the desk. Or dropping my pen because I drank too much whiskey. Of of which our producer then turns and gives you the evil eye every uh, yeah, time. Yeah, I get that a lot. I just learned to look at you. <laughs> yeah, just ignore <laughs> just her. Ignore it, just, just ignore it. Just ignore it. <laughs> hashtag ignore it, well, it production. It freaks me out and then I lose my place and I don't know what I'm talking Same about. Samuel Graham, hashtag talent. Remember that, hashtag talent. <laughs> That's right. Hashtag quick fat. <laughs> so uh, Sam, and myself, in the world. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirit. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we will have a drink in our hand this and every single show. Sammy, what are we drinking tonight? I would first off like to note that you screwed that up because I want the good people to know that we do vow. This is a deep promise. Yeah, so we skip the word this time. Okay. I say it every other time. Yeah, but that's important. <laughs> It's anyway, about, well, tell me what we're, we're drinking. drinking. We're drinking one eight uh, distilling, uh, the district made straight bourbon. Comes in at ninety five proof. It's aged a minimum of two years. Uh, the first whiskey distilled and bottled from farm to table in DC since Prohibition. Uh, they are in the Ivy City neighborhood, uh, which is an up and coming neighborhood again um, after years of of neglect and and. Um, and people kind of fleeing the area. Yeah, just inside of uh, New York Avenue as you're driving into the city. Yeah, over kind of line. by in the general vicinity of the uh, the Heck Warehouse. Yeah, uh, over exactly, in that yeah. in that sort of place. Um, they also offer a gin, a barrel rested gin, obviously the bourbon which we're drinking today, a rye, and a vodka. Um, all farm to table. Everything sourced from the DMV. So, uh, for all you people that aren't here, that means the district. Maryland and Virginia. Absolutely. A uh, uh, little quick toss back to Ivy City. That's actually becoming a big distillery area. So you have there you uh, go. You have one eight distilling. You have New Columbia, which is better known for uh, Green Hat Gin, which okay. has done very well now. Yeah, Green Hat's awesome. I do like Green Hat. Their Sm- Navy strength yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, a smaller up and coming uh, distillery called Republic Restoratives, and uh, there's Atlas Brewing, and then there's also uh, Joseph A. Magnus, who makes uh, a gin, a great Navy strength gin. Also, they use Harissa in it, which is really kind of wild. Wow. Um, and then they also make some great higher end bourbons. In fact, their cigar blend has been getting uh, international acclaim as of late. There you go. So, so well, a really cool little area. Head and, down to Ivy City and make a day of it. And a pretty kick. Apparently, you got a lot to see. A, a pretty kick-ass little uh, soccer bar there too. Um, I mean, not the most original name in the world, Goal G O L, but um, they've got. Uh, Do they have the the both ways exclamation points as well? No, no, no. they don't have that. that so call extra um, when you make. The they've sign. got a. It's it's a restaurant group that has a diner, a Mexican restaurant, and then the uh, and then the the soccer pub. Oh, well, there you um, go. Three big screens, uh, like projector screens, yeah. and then they've got about another twenty TVs. Oh, well. And if there's games there on, be it. Champions League, Europa, FA Cup, regular Premier League. I mean, it's always on. They have uh, every channel, so they put up La Liga, the whole nine. So there you go. Very I think I've also place. seen them do a lot of stuff with DC United and uh, the MLS as well. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they've got football from all over. Um, you can go in there and, and feed your never-ending appetite, huh? Excellent. Well, there you go, Sammy. Let's start the show. Yeah, let's let's do it. The best match of the week was the first match of the week. Um. We had drama on the field, and we had drama at the end. Ooh. And of course, it involved Manchester United. <laughs> Manchester United 2, Chelsea 2. Sammy, your thoughts? <coughs> Excuse me. So I thought it was a pretty even game, to be honest. Um, oh, stop it. You know what we want to talk about first. Let's talk about the end of the game, then we'll get to the actual real game. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Um yeah, a lot of bouncing around there at the end. Ross Barkley, you know, ball kind of falls to him, tucks it in. He goes to celebrate. That's where the camera stayed for a good while. Then they pan over to Jose Mourinho, who's sitting very angrily in his dugout as the coaching version of Jamie fucking Vardy, Marco Iani, uh, runs past him once, which he didn't see, pumping his fist in his face, turns around, comes back, doing it again. And just went, and, wait, you didn't see me the first time. Yeah, Let me do I'm it I'm going to make sure time. you see me now. 
right? Um, and after he crushed the Red Bull can against his forehead, <laughs> Mourinho decided that was too much celebrating and got up and tried to tackle him. Yes, um, security this, had to grab yeah. him. Both so, teams came over. Yeah, and I hope everybody stuck around uh, last week for the Jamie f***ing Vardy uh, commentary yes. uh, and why he is who he is and what he does. But this is essentially Gronk. Dude was a very cut brosef, just running around celebrating with his roid needle sticking out of his arse, and Jose took exception to it. And to be fair, credit to him for standing up for himself. Yeah. He went straight after him. Not a problem. Um, it's fantastic. If, if we could uh, make a comparison to another sport, um, this would be a college football meathead strength and conditioning coach (laughs) that like steps out on the field and trips a guy because yes that has happened in college football before or maybe if you're the Maryland Terrapins kill an offensive lineman I don't know like I mean they're just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and this guy investigation pending yes please um (laughs) um, the the, it's it is just this total it's it's the third assistant it's yeah. a guy like he just. I mean, he he. Now he, he has been charged by reason. the FA. He has been charged by the FA. Good. Well, and you and know. Mourinho has not for the reaction because he was goaded into it. So. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, now let's talk game. <laughs> After so, we get again, that out it of was the way. it was a fairly even game that had a little bit of everything. The first goal, especially, you would think Pogba would do a lot better, uh, marking uh, Rudiger. Not really sure why Pogba was the one marking their center back, but he just went to sleep. Rudiger ran right past him. Free header. Um, Pogba tried, made an attempt to, to get up and block it, but nothing doing. How how? And then the reaction after yeah. the, after the header turns I, around. Was it Lindelof that he looked at? Like I think why so. didn't you follow him? It was like Lindelof was covering the other man like he was supposed to. That's that's the hard part about dealing with a guy like you know Pogba. It's like he's incredibly talented, but the minute he makes a mistake, he turns around it's and looks at else's. everybody else. If yeah, I if think... he trips over his own two feet, he looks up and expects a foul, and well, he just the. Yeah, it drives to, me nuts. To be honest, I, I I do think that this one was more he was mad at himself and just looking for someone to lash out on, much like Jose Mourinho going after the Chelsea assistant. You know, it was his team in the 96th minute gave up the equalizer, and he just wants somebody to be pissed at and and take his anger out on. Right. You know, I mean, he didn't do anything that Mourinho didn't used to do as a younger man. He remember uh, the, the most famous uh uh. Uh, example that I can think of was uh, a few uh, in his first stint as Chelsea manager, and they scored a late winner, I believe, at Old Trafford uh, when che- when uh, Mourinho coached Chelsea against Sir Alex Ferguson, and they either tied the game or uh, won the game very late on. Mourinho goes running down the touchline and slides on his knees to the corner flag like he scored the goal. I mean, that's disrespectful in its own right, you know, as well. But you're overcome with emotion, blah, 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 blah. And I think this Pogba was the same sort of issue, the same sort of, you know, thing going on. Like Mourinho uh, lashing out at at old Marco there, um, where he was just pissed off at himself and didn't really have an outlet for that. So he just started yelling at whoever he saw first. Right, right. But what are you going to do? The the two Martial goals. I would say I I guess somebody's back in favor. Yeah, maybe that was brilliant. The the deflection off Jorginho uh, and the way the ball came to him for the first one, the the deft touch he had to just kill the 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 uh, the pace out of that ball, and then the wherewithal to to rifle home on a volley. Uh, was absolutely amazing. And then the second one, you know, he was two steps ahead of the defender there. When he took that touch and Rasford with the excellent vision he had mm-hmm. to pick him out on the far side, um, the, the wherewithal to touch that ball about four or five yards back towards the middle, knowing the defender was going to, to you know, backtrot a bit um, and just put him off and bought him that half yard of space to rifle home was fantastic. You know, it's uh... – it's it's a shame everything happened at the end of the game because you know that that did happen because also on the field too after all of that, man, you started playing around with the ball and started yep. kicking it around and Chelsea went over and picked it up and put it back on the midfield spot yep. and and then they all got into it and all the players were in each other's faces in the middle of the circle and it was like it kind of over 
shadowed what was a phenomenal match. Well, I just, mean, a yeah, great back-and-forth match. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just kind of shows the pressure that everybody's under, you know? The the Manchester United players especially. Um, it just shows the, the pressure that everyone's feeling and how tight, you know, tightly wound they are. Um, to for, for that sort of stuff to, to, you know, boil over at that moment is kind of ridiculous. You know mm-hmm. it's the last minute of the game. What's the, you know, you screwed up. End of story. Well, I mean, and, and also, let's let's face it. I mean, yes, Barkley scored, but right before that, Luis has a wide-open header, and De Gea makes a brilliant, brilliant save. Yeah. And you in at, at that point, like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to be critical of a defense and, and, you know, shit happens, but your goalie makes that save. You got to get the ball off the line. You just yeah. got to kick it away. Like, I mean, he's he's diving away, throws his hand back, knocks it down. Yes, he knocks it into the center, but at that point, he's just he's throwing, just throwing himself at the yeah, right. At the ball. He's doing exactly what yeah. he should do, and it's a brilliant save. And there's nobody there. There were three blue shirts inside that six. Yep, a goalkeeper on the ground and one and red one shirt defender. nowhere near the yep. ball. And that was it. That's you're absolutely right. You know, that's the, that's other the thing, problem. The other thing I'm going to say. Um, Manchester United has had their problems of late scoring goals, and it's great for Martial, for his confidence, for everything else, getting into it. I think Lukaku needs to be doing a lot more and taking the pressure off. We talk about Giroud not scoring, for instance, but he does all that hard work. Lukaku's not doing that. He's not leading the line properly, even assisting his friends, even doing that kind of – his friends, his colleagues. Um, He's not assisting – He's not really holding the ball up very well. He's not linking up play properly. He's not really doing much of anything, and they're going to need him to step up if they're going to sustain any sort of push to get back up towards the top four. Well, I can tell you from first-hand experience of of having him as my striker for three seasons, he's not going to do that. Well, that's a problem. He is a direct run to goal, put the ball on my foot, let me score a goal. That is what he – that is exactly – what he is. He the minute he starts coming back to the ball and playing back to goal, it's amazing. He's a huge guy, but you've never seen a man fall over more from getting bumped in the back. And it's like and then he looks for calls and it's like, dude, you're over six foot tall, you're like a buck fifty of nothing but muscle, like or a buck seventy five and nothing but muscle, like stop it. Stop stop looking right. for the foul. You're not like you're bigger than the defender, and the defender's pretty damn big. You're not going to get those calls. You're just not going yeah, to get those calls. Right. And yep. and he is he is a direct. I'm going to run right at goal. You put the ball on my foot, and and I'll do the rest. Kind of striker. Yeah. And that's not that's that could be troublesome for them. It, that, yeah. It very well. It very well will prove to be. Well, and, and I, what, I it just looking at it, it's you know. That person is supposed to be able to stretch the defense. They're supposed to occupy both center backs, and he's not doing it at the moment. It's very easy to play against him right now. Well, and what benefited him playing in a system like what Everton have was a striker with a off striker or the, you know, the, somebody closer to him. Right. Like yep. Ross Barkley played that role. Yep. And this 4 3 3 is not suiting yeah, him. Who picked up all the trash was the guy behind him, you know, yep. and, and that. It might need to be a system change, but I don't think you have the personnel to make that system change. I think they are a three-man front with two wingers and a striker in the middle. Yep, I agree. Now it's time to chat about our side. Sammy, no Malort for either of us again. Thank God. I love football this week, Sammy. So do I. But well, at least one half of football. Uh, <laughs> our first half was really wasn't... It, it, it was a chess match. We'll put it at that. Uh, is that what and, they call and it? And we'll talk about the second against, half. Against Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. And they we'll call it a chess match. Settle down, killer. Because <laughs> your boy played a good game for once. You need to just, you're feeling world, all feisty. World class. Let's get to you guys first. Uh, Arsenal doing the business after going down 1 nothing. I, I tweeted out. I thought you were going to have to do some uh, Malort. I three, was nervous. Three unanswered. Arsenal 3, Leicester yeah, City 1. I, w- I was nervous. We started off quite slow again. In the first 30 minutes, Leicester was very much the better team. They were on the front foot. Um, we finally started to grow into the game a bit and started creating some chances of our own. Um, and phew, that Ozil touch for the for the equalizer, absolutely brilliant. That ball came into him at pace, 
skipped just before him, and he just neatly, just a daft, daft little touch over right to the, the far post. corner. Yeah, just tucked right in. He was already wheeling away celebrating. I was like, shit, he put it wide in my head. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. And then he was he, the shirt halfway off. The, <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. The, I, I'll, I'll give credit to this. The NBC commentators went, nobody in the stadium knew but Mesodozo but Mesodozo knew, knew was it was fantastic. already in the net. Yeah. The minute it hit his foot, he already knew it was in the back of the net. It was brilliant. The only touch he had better than that in the game was the pass to Bellerin for the second goal. The way he threaded it through, he's the only person, again, that saw that that ball was on. Split the two defenders right in the right channel. Bellerin, with his pace, got around the outside back. And then just a very simple cross over to Yang, who had just come on two minutes earlier, and maybe his, what, third or fourth touch yeah. had a tap in. Kasper Schmeichel nowhere to be found, not an issue. Um, all of that being said, and, and then Ozil again, you know, with with, uh, assist. with the flick and then the actual assist, the, not the hockey assist, right? the real assist. Uh, very unselfish also, because he could have finished that off himself. But he passed that over to Aubameyang. Was brilliant. Um, besides Mesut Ozil's performance, I again want to bring up Lucas Torreira and how brilliant. For me, he was a man of the match. Anytime somebody made a run for Bellerin, Torreira tucked in it right back. Anytime one of the you know center backs got up a little bit, you know through the course of play, he tucked right in and and made us a back four again. He just brings so much balance and so much tenacity. Um, if you remember N'Golo Conte last season for Chelsea and the season before for Leicester, um, where he was just hunting the ball. And he was never, you know, as, as the opposition went to play through midfield, he was never more than five yards away from the ball at any given moment. He was involved in everything. Brilliant little bulldog. I love his tenacity. He even won a few headers. He's five foot three. Yeah. So I got a, got a few questions for you, too concerning this uh first off for the last you know six seven years you and i have been just ranting at each other about football yep. what have i said arsenal needed a defensive midfielder uh, somebody to, a little bit of steel a little An bit asshole. of spine yeah it a just, dickhead s- someone they someone needed me with, some, some with <laughs> someone with balls yeah someone that didn't play pretty that was mean and got out there and was a bulldog yeah I second, was too old. They sec- they contacted me, but I was too old. Second question. Yeah, <laughs> keep on with that dream. Second question. Have you found that guy? Absolutely we have. Yeah. That's Lucas Torreira. He's awesome. Third, it's, it's brilliant. Third question. Didn't your spirit animal play today? He did. <laughs> First Premier League start. Got a yellow again. <laughs> That's your boy. Yeah. And I want to say it was in the first like 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to look it up real quick. Did you, get, did you uh, have, have you uh, looked into getting your jersey yet? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to wait until they go on sale because we're switching to Adidas next next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. They'll, they'll be 12 pound uh, at the end of the season. So I'll get it for 20 bucks, 25 bucks. <laughs> so, so the advantage is uh, boys and girls of liking a mid-table team as opposed to one of the top teams is the top teams sell their jerseys for regular price all the time they never get discounted like my team by january they'll all be 10 pounds because <laughs> right. they're just trying to unload them <laughs> so i'm able to uh, buy jerseys all the time on nah, the dirt he sheet. didn't get yelled it was rob holding in the 17th minute it wasn't licksteiner um now i Damn that it. W- one more thing and then we'll get into uh get into the everton match is um uh holding in mustafi as the center that makes me nervous Especially considering the next month and a half, all the big boys play each other, and mm-hmm. you've got yourself a couple of big matches. I mean, it's it, it's it's going to be an interesting next couple of months well, well, for got, all the teams. Liverpool, um, Liverpool, United, and uh, and Spurs. Yeah, I think. Yep, and City, City, and Spurs play each other. Uh, City and Spurs play each other next Monday night. Next Monday, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's gonna be yeah. tough. Yeah, I, well, I think we're going to finally see a separation at the top of the table, too, Yeah, if, if you think about it. As long as they can avoid drawing each other, yeah. But right now, I mean, I'm loving this. Normally, the title's pretty much wrapped up. You have a team hanging around. You know, now, Right now, we've got five clubs within two points. This is brilliant. I, for, for you as a team, and I mean, you, you've you already kind of hinted at it before. You're not exactly sure that this is this team is ready no, I, to I do know, it yet. I know we're not. But 
but your your destiny's in your own hands. Oh yeah, I mean I'll ride it. I'll ride this wave as long as I can. Mm. But I I do not believe in my heart of hearts that we're gonna lift the title this season. Uh, There's no way. Liverpool ain't scoring right now. I know. We'll so come on to that. Help. Yeah, but I mean that that that's gonna help you. So uh, let's go ahead and transition over to uh, the game that everybody cares about. Uh, the mighty really? Toffees of Everton. Yes. Yeah, 80, yes. Eighty-seven I, minutes I, of I, bullshit. I assure, I assure you, all of our <laughs> listeners, they like me more than you. They're all blues. <laughs> I don't they know about love, that either. They love the Toffees, and that's you know it was the great production from our EPL one hundred and one show. Oh, is that what they it was? They are in love with us. Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, they <laughs> uh, say beat, so. beat Crystal Palace two nil. Um, First half, uh, credit to Palace. They actually went with a five-man midfield. Hold on. What is it that you say to me most weeks? You play good football for four minutes. Yeah. yeah That's you what you that? did. Yeah. That's what you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know. That's it. Yeah. You do it all the time. We did it one time. Um, no, uh, credit to Palace in the first half. They went with five midfielders, and they just decided the the wingers in with a uh, Bernard and um, and Theo Walcott were just not going to get opportunities, and they were not going to give any chances for Gilfie on the ball. And yeah, you know, it, it would suck because I just picked him up on my fantasy team too. And, and credit, and <laughs> they I mean, shut him down I mean, credit time. to Everton. They they tried, <laughs> they tried to make it work. It just wasn't working. It just was not working. Go into the second half and um um penalty early on uh around the 67th 68th minute yep. um Zaha it, I mean it's a penalty I mean he made a meal of it I mean but he got clipped he got clipped yeah. but he went down it, real quick it was a bit soft yeah <laughs> it, it was a bit soft but uh-huh. it was a pen it was a pen I didn't and know. and also uh, but he probably could have stayed on his feet and scored right like and that's the part that makes me mad yeah. you know we'll get to we'll get a little bit more to Zaha in a second justice I've got, was done right let's just say that Ooh boy <laughs> you know Jordan on Pickford. on his on his boots he has stitched in get the rave on. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a big he's on a big his, nightclub boy. Yeah. He loves going well, to raves. But apparently after matches he goes down to Nando's and gets a kebab. Yeah. Like that <laughs> it's, well, well it was it was very funny. Um my myself and uh and our producer Melissa were watching the game and she's sitting there every time she looks at Jordan Pickford she goes Oh, that's Jordan Pickford. Like, you know, he's kind of <laughs> pasty and a really oh, yeah. thin and oh, yeah. not the tallest guy in the world. It's like, I mean, our goal used to be Tim Howard, like this, like, oh, yeah. brick of a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody like, remembers his ESPN <laughs> magazine shoot. Yeah. Like, that was, whoa, mate. <laughs> one glove. Whoa. I know. I know. That, I, made, that made me think about things. Oh, I mean, I, mean, I love women. I love women, <laughs> yeah. but damn, that You're dude. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but, but like, and you then you get Pickford, who has like the the white boy red on his cheeks oh, when yeah. he gets oh, just a little tired. He's pink as hell <laughs> on the field, and then he wears like oh, a bright man. pink jersey that yeah. doesn't help the bright pink face. No, and, and, no, not at all. And then he is just a stone. Luckily, he had green cold. on today. Killer. Or yesterday. He had green on yesterday. Stone cold killer on PKs. Oh, yeah. Save the World Cup. Save this one. Hey, get saved, the save on. Save. That was fantastic. Saved two. Two when the English under 21 team won the uh, won the World Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. Saved, saved two, two in that match. Yeah. And boy knows how to save a penalty. So he goes one way and just remembers to keep that foot there and just swings the foot, knocks it I, away. You talked a lot about the. The Crystal Palace lineup. I thought it was interesting playing Richarlison as a lone striker. Well, he did it the week before, and it was successful. Um, you had literally Dick going forward yeah. for a majority of the game, but a masterclass from your from your manager to realize that exactly what I was about to go to brought on two substitutes, both of which scored. And completely changed the dynamic of the game. It was and the fantastic. third substitute had the assist. Yep, to Calvert Lewin. Yep. So Lookman gives the assist to Calvert Lewin, and then uh, Shank Tosin gets another goal. You know what? I'm okay with you putting Richarlison up at the top and go with the creative speed with Bernard, Wolcott, and uh, Gilfie. And as the game wears on, you know maybe Tosin's role as as we were talking about doing the dirty work, like like Giroud does. You know where it's just mm-hmm. yep. gets in there. Back to goal, makes the passes, runs on net, gonna score some garbage goals. Maybe that's the role for for Shanktosin. And and if those outside guys aren't getting it done like they weren't in that match, you know, you go to you have a speedy kid like uh 
like Lookman. Like Lookman, yeah. And and if you want to, you can put Lewin up and you can or Tosin up and you can move Richarlison right back to the outside if you need to as well. Yeah. So and and I I think you guys look more balanced that way. That being said, he doesn't um Richarlison doesn't track back as much. So you do lose a little bit. Having him on the outside is a lot like when they play Obama Yang and Lacazette together. Right. You lose somebody um, in Mkhitaryan today, which was their goal. Um, you lose a second player not tracking back. You know what I mean? So now you've got nine behind the ball as opposed to ten. Um, and and um, it, it just offsets the balance defensively. That's that's not good. Uh, Andre Gomez uh, put in pretty good minutes for all things considered. Defensive mid yeah. looked looked good with uh, with uh, Idrissa Gay. Um, the depth is starting to play in, and it's really starting to look good. And I'm happy with what they're doing. I mean, this is a this is a team that I'm now expecting to play some of these bigger clubs, get some results at home. Yeah, Silva's get some draws on the road. I'm, ex- Silva's I'm, I'm ideas, expecting more of this squad. Yeah, Silva's ideas are really starting to be set in. Looks like everybody's buying into it. Um, looks like everybody's you know on the same page and they're starting to play like a proper football team. In this week's of installment of Oh, so that happened. Liverpool one, Huddersfield nil, Manchester City five, Burnley zero, Bournemouth zero, Southampton zero. Ugh, sorry, sorry, Pat. Drab. Um Brighton one, Newcastle zero, Watford two, Wolves zero, and Tottenham one, West Ham zero. Sammy, let's start with uh, the Reds taking care of business against uh, uh, Huddersfield. I've got one question for you. Okay. Offense isn't scoring, which is concerning, but the defense is rock solid. Where should Reds' heads be right now? Should they be happy because they're winning matches and the defense is looking good? Or should they be concerned as hell because this is the same offense that was prolific last year and they're struggling? I hope you all listen to last week's show because this is squeaky bum time in terms of an entire season as opposed to stoppage time. Um, I wrote here, you know, they're going to be – Huddersfield, first off, are going to be doomed for championship football oh, yeah. if they keep doing this. You can't stay in the league based on, you know, your heartfelt performance. Yes, it was a, a good effort by them. But still didn't score. Still didn't really have any attacks of note. Eh, still one off really the didn't post d- one barely eh, wide. They, on. they, uh, you know what? Watch. I'll we be honest, spoke about this a few weeks ago. I didn't watch the highlights. I never felt nervous. I hate, I hate Liverpool, and so I, I decided to go watch a kids game instead of watching. But <laughs> I watched the highlights. There was more action from Huddersfield offensively on the replay than there was for Liverpool. There was one thing for Liverpool: the goal. I, that was right. It. Correct. You're you're right, but. Just like you you against Southampton, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Where I was never worried for you. Right. Oh, of course. You remember? I didn't I didn't Liverpool. feel that way. Still, Again, I was never worried for Liverpool. I, I just felt like they had too much for them. They controlled a majority of the game, and that was it. Um, it they're going to have to get their motor running soon, very soon, if they're going to keep pace. City already has 10 goals on them. In terms of goal differential. Yes. And that's going to come into play. They've already played at Anfield, remember? You answered they, You answered my question. I was going to yep. say, can this title be decided by goal differential? It very well may be. It very well may be. Um, I don't even think it's going to get uh, handled by goal differential. Um, I'm not putting on the Arsenal-colored sunglasses. I think you're beating them in a couple of weeks. I hope so. You're you're playing better ball than they are. I hope I so. Mean, now your defense is prone to completely throw up all over themselves, but I I, I think I I I I think your little bulldog will not let that happen. I hope so. You no, know, there, there, there's I, cause I, for concern. There, I think there's there, cause for concern. Absolutely, there is. I mean, it's 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 great what their defense is doing, and they should really be happy about that. But, Correct. Uh, I think they, my, that's, that's a huge problem from last year that needed to be fixed because that was the team that would beat you know Stoke four to three and then tie Bournemouth three to three because their defense was so god awful and gave up three goals in the last fifteen minutes, kind of thing. And they're not doing that this year. But 
The offense isn't scoring, and that offense should be scoring a lot. Mane had some minor surgery on his hand. I think he'll be back. Um, and I think they'll be firing again and be a little bit more dangerous again. But you're right. They really do need to start figuring out how to how to get that motor running um, and score some goals and score, you know, walk out of places four, five, six nil up um, and, and make these goals back because they could be in trouble. Do you remember the last time that a Liverpool title came to goal differential? It was in 1989. Arsenal went to Anfield mm-hmm. needing to win by two clear goals. We did. <laughs> and we won the title at Anfield on goal differential by beating them on the final day to tie us on points. And, and win by goal win, differential. Win by one goal. Jesus. Yep. Um, 1989. Live long in the memory, mate. I was three years old. Moving on to Manchester City, it's really easy. Training game. Everybody scores. Um, Funny that it was on the day that they named one of the training ground fields after Joe Hart, their former keeper who played for Burnley, who (laughs) promptly gave up five goals. I I do want to say real quick on the Bernardo Silva uh, goal, uh, to all the kids that may listen or parents that coach their kids, Play the goddamn whistle. Play to the whistle. That's exactly what I wrote. It's ridiculous at this level for Burnley players to have stopped when Sonny goes down in the area. Right? Leroy Sonny yeah. got tripped. Should have been a pen. Fair enough. But they played advantage. They kept going. And the Burnley was just waiting for the penalty to be called. Well, and- ball gets crossed back in. Bernardo Silva, essentially, I mean, he made it a, a lot harder than it had to be, but he had essentially a tap-in, you know, from 14 yards or whatever it was. It's absolutely ridiculous uh, for, for players of this caliber to be to be doing that. It, it's so stupid. The only time I would ever kind of be slightly okay with the hand up in the air is when they think they pull an offside trap and they don't. Like, I mean, even then you still shouldn't, but I mean, that was that was a foul on another on on one of their guys that would have been on on one of the Manchester City players that would have been a penalty. Why are they stopping for that? Yeah, <laughs> like you're going. Oh yeah, that was a foul. It should be a penalty. It's and stupid. They all stopped. It was. It's so stupid. Absolutely. But- Teach your kids to play to the whistle. If the whistle hasn't blown, the game hasn't stopped. L- End of story. Um, and, and like I said, with City, it's they're scoring goals at will. Every everyone scores. Yeah, not some they, people. Every they scores. doubled their goal differential in this game. This team is against going, uh, uh, in comparison to Liverpool. This team's going to score more goals than they did last year. Yep, and it was a record-setting year. Yep, I mean it's insane. Yep. Oh, um, looking at Bournemouth and Southampton, I already hinted at this. Um, Patrick, Pat, my boy. I'm so sorry. I know you Sam put a C note. Your money. <laughs> I know. I know you put a C note on this, and <laughs> and both of us are completely shocked. I'm gonna tell you, ride the wave. Unless they're playing a big club, keep betting them at home because they're. I I can't believe they didn't get anything. And it was kind of funny. Well, it looked Southampton like Southampton had more had of, the, more of play. the chances. Yeah, they had more of the chances for sure. Um, and really, there wasn't a lot in the game. It, it's one of those fake derbies where neither one's club that they are rivals with is in the league, yeah. but they're kind of close to each other. Yeah. So they create this quote-unquote rivalry. It's a very American thing to do, to be honest with you, just to sell s- shirts and right, seats and television. And um, it just it did not live up to the billing that it was supposed to be. No. Uh, but Hoiberg... Two brilliant strikes that were saved excellently. Yeah, the keeper was was equal to the challenge, um, but everything that they had other than those two strikes was truly wasted. Southampton, uh, and it was terrible. And Bournemouth really should have done better with the four or five chances they had. I mean, either team could have walked out three nil up, and you wouldn't have been upset about it. No, and they didn't. It was a at the end of the day, it was kind of a drab affair. So, uh, Pat. You're a degenerate gambler. Gambler. Whoa, that was all over the place. You're a what? <laughs> I'm a degenerate gambler. <laughs> you are a degenerate gambler. I love you for it. Please, please keep betting the cherries at home. Trust me. It's going to pay off, brother. Trust him. You just off. lost 100 bucks. Uh, right now. <laughs> Trust him, though. Dude, trust him. You uh, know what? Arsenal's on a 10-game winning streak in all competitions. Bet them, mate. 
do that. <laughs> We're going to do the business next time out. You make sure that happens. So, um, uh, Brighton. At least mil- let me waste your money this All time. Right, come on, let's keep this <laughs> shit going. We're already running along, killer. Um, Brighton, 1-0 win over Newcastle. Um, great, great win for Brighton going to an opponent, getting a win, someone that's supposed to be quote-unquote equal to you. Um, I, it, well, Newcastle were the better team. I, Brighton had two chances. Right. The goal and one that the last guy put wide. Uh, it, that was horrendous. Newcastle had multiple opportunities that they promptly wasted, much like Southampton did. They are in a world of trouble. That's exactly what I was about to ask. They, they It's not good. They're in a world of which, hurt. Which hurts because they've got a great coach. They've got great talent. Yep. Like that... I, what what in the hell was Kennedy thinking inside the box? Doing a Rabana. I'm going to be cheeky. Yeah. Do a Rabana. Go behind my leg and do a back kick when all he had to do was just strike the ball and yeah. have a 1 1 tie. Yeah. And I'd be 6 and 4 this week. I blame you, Kennedy. It's all on you. It's your damn fault. It, it was his fault. That was not good. Um, a Real quick on. on, on that Brighton. was a six pointer. A quick yeah. one, a quick one on Brighton, tenth place. This team's gonna finish in the top ten. I, I really, legitimately, they're gonna, they're, they're doing everything right. They seem like they've worked out their away form, yeah, and that helps. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I feel confident. Well, I when mean, the, when they go to Cardiff, that they're gonna get points. When they, yeah, go I mean, to they're, they're getting cheeky. They're get points, yeah, they're, they're getting gonna, and and these sorts of games, they're getting cheeky little wins. You know. Um, what was a couple weeks ago? They the won West a, Ham they game. Won a, uh, West Ham, that's who yeah. it was, yeah. yeah. They won at West Ham. It, you know, they're getting cheeky little points on the road, and you're going to see them climb the table and, and, and you know, be comfortable. Uh, so I guess the bitch is back, um, Watford. Yeah. Get the 2-0 yeah. win at at Wolves. Hello, um, Yellow hey, Brick Road. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Wolves, by the way, y- yes, you're, you're eight, you're eight. The eighth favorite to win the league, and um, by the way, here's a friendly reminder: Welcome to the Premier League. You're everybody's not just going to roll over and die for you. Yeah, like Watford took the game to them in their joint. I mean, really took the game to them. Yeah, the last thing on my notes that I have is Wolves never really created anything a note, and they need to remember that they are not the anointed safe eleventh place team. They still need to work for this. Yeah, you know. They're, just because they had a great start to the season does not mean that you're safe from relegation. Welcome to the prem. Exactly. You have to do this consistently. You have to work hard and still cement your place, you know. Um, that being said, Etienne Capu's strike. You will never see a better connection with the football than this man had. Just that – feel your foot, everybody. That bone – Right on the top of your foot where the laces of your shoe rest, right? That bone, that's the sweet spot. That's where you want to come through the middle of the ball, right? It's a rocket. Knee over it, head down, and he just laced that thing. Don't even look at the goal. Just hit it. Rifled it. Um, Nutmegged somebody from 20 yards away from him. He hit it so hard. Keeper didn't even move. And then let's not downplay the second goal from Pereira. Pereira. <laughs> like, oh, the mate. little running away yeah. from the goal. Outside, off the of, the outside left, of the left, right? Foot, lifts it up over top of the goalie to the other Come end. On. I mean, whew, Come it was on. Really good. And, it was brilliant. Uh, so, so the last one uh, Tottenham won, West Ham nil. Um, Tottenham keeps getting points. Which they didn't is, deserve it. Which is good. That's good for them that they keep getting I mean, points. I guess. Um, this is a biased podcast, right? Yeah. It's not good. It's, them. Well, it's <laughs> the. <laughs> but but one of the things that's uh, that's worth mentioning is is this was should have been West Ham's game, and I know and Yarmolenko going off changed oh, that match because he was. Making I think them he's pay. Last thing I heard. Side. Last thing I heard. I think he's going to be out for about six months. Hmm. That's that's a bad injury that you know. So I wanna, and that's going to change West Ham's fortunes. So I want to take a, a just a quick moment. We're going to give West Ham some credit here, and I, I think we've already it, Tottenham. They're they're too thin. It's going to come bite I, them in the ass. And you know when it's going to come bite them in the ass? Soon. This next month and a yep. half when Very everybody's soon. playing everybody else. And you know when it's really going to bite them in the ass? 
this next Monday. I they're yeah, gonna again they're City. gonna yeah. learn something. I wow. do I do want to give a quick shout out though to uh, uh, Musa Sissoko uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming in off the, uh, you know, recently he's been a substitute more than he's been a starter, but he started this match and came in and he's the one that provided the assist for Eric Lamella. Um, was a great little ball. Good work down the right-hand side. Great ball um, from Lamella. Kept, yeah, kept his feet very well. Uh, and then just put in a dinked little cross, um, and Lamella just glanced the header in the far stick. It, that was, it was it was good on him, and they're going to need him down the stretch. I mean, Erickson's out. They need some sort of creative presence. And hopefully for them, you know, not for me, uh, Musa Sissoko uh, provides that. I also want to say last week I did say Mamadou uh, Sissoko – uh, for Crystal Palace, it was Mamadou Sacco. Oh, okay. Uh, I got his name wrong, um, but I'm gonna call myself out. So for I it. got it wrong too, because yeah. I said it, yeah. and then you cor- and you said I was right. So that- <laughs> name assassin strikes again. Yay! Yeah, I, I did want to give the man his um, due credit. Shout out to West Ham over the last five matches. Um, at Everton, a win. At home to Chelsea, draw. At home to Manchester United, win. At home to Brighton, a loss, a little slip up. And then at home to bright uh, at home to Spurs a loss seven points out of a possible of fifteen. If you would have looked at those five games, you would have thought we'll get three points against Brighton and maybe one point against Everton, and we're gonna lose those other three games. They managed to get seven. That's yeah. that's good on them. That's I, good on them. I my my dark horse is starting to look like they actually know what they're doing. Well, I told you they would come good. Pellegrini would start to get it, and this was another great performance. Um, they did very well. Tottenham just had a little too much class for him. At the end of the day, Lloris pulled out some great saves in this one. West Ham had their chances. So here's a little uh, dig for you, Sammy. The, okay. minute, the minute the Arsenal player, the former Arsenal player, stopped playing, they started winning. All right. I can't believe we're talking about it, but for the last match... We actually have to give credit to the largest goal total of the weekend. They're out of the relegation zone now. Cardiff City, four, matching their goal output for the year. For the year. And two of those were against us. (laughs) And we can't defend Fulham, two. Sam, we actually have to talk about this match. It was a good match. I know. It was. Um, The opener from Andre Sherla was Brilliant! Another just great strike at the football Ooh. from distance. You can't beat that. And then Cesion, the, the like the two guys were expected to do a lot for him. Both of them got got goals. <laughs> I just noticed a, a little uh, spell spelling error on my part, <laughs> but it sounds good. I <laughs> I said a fantastic opener from Andre Sherla, and I was as guilty as everyone else for saying to myself, "Well, here we go." M U S E L F myself. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's pretty good. Well done. <laughs> um, thought Fulham was going to get the win, but they didn't. Cardiff, uh, they didn't rest on the laurels. They kept going. They kept pushing. They believed. And um, at the end of the day, they got the win. Uh, now, there was actually, and yes, I am saying this, and I know it's hard to believe I'm saying this, there was actually a great footballing move from Cardiff City Football Club. Um, it certainly wasn't the second goal because no, 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 no. It was the first goal <laughs> yeah. with it coming down the left, and they played someone into space, and then he came in, he cut inside, he scored the goal. It was great. Um, the second goal what was a, the a, fuck a was that free kick. It was a comedy. <laughs> I wrote here a comedy of errors <laughs> from a free kick. One guy passes to another guy who passes to another guy who stops the ball for the guy who kicks the ball. He barely kicks it. They all stop and look at each other it took a as, the ball, as the ball rolls forward. And then one player gets the ball and scores as those three guys are still yelling at each other. It's just insane. No, it wasn't even that. It, 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 a lot of that is true. Yeah, <laughs> it was but so it, com- so it, but uh, Fulham ended up at the end of the day. Fulham ended up doing it to themselves at that point. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So they did. They they did all the shit you said, right? The play here, play there, look at each other, do that, do this, everything else. They took finally took a shot. It deflected out wide. Somebody for Fulham, I don't remember who it was, was coming out, collected the ball. Then tried to play a back pass to his left back, which he played about three yards too wide. 
the left back couldn't respond to it. Maybe it was the center back. It was a little actually it was a little tighter in the goal. Maybe it was the center back. And um and Sessignong, I think it was, stole in <laughs> right behind him, still there from the free kick. Just terrible. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Terrible. Anyway, so- it, it was a it was a decent game to be honest with you and i'm surprised it was entertaining. these two clubs pulled it up it yeah. was entertaining as hell um so does it, uh, we like to think that fulham spent the right money got the right players with mitro they're they doing well the manager hey, needs to figure this out quick. will will the defense send them down i mean it could. They're, they're in the battle there's no getting they, out of that battle right now they I mean, made a lot of great signings and the 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 manager needs to figure out how to put them together or they're in trouble well, it's not They're even... They're in big, big trouble. All the signings were on offense. There were none on defense. I mean, the defense well, no, is, they, they, is a there mess. Were de- there were defensive signings, like Forsu Mensa and okay. a couple other players They're, that are now injured. They're horrific. The, and Callum Chambers, I mean, thank you for taking him off our hands. He's not doing well. Um, he needs to really focus on the defense. I mean, any team with Mitrovic in it, really any club from maybe eighth down would love to have Mitrovic on the, on the team. You know what I mean? He's a great player with his back to goal, links up play well, does the dirty work like Giroud, and still gets goals. I'd take him. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're going to have to figure out the defense quickly and focus on that next few weeks. All right, Sam. We've talked about him enough. Cardiff apparently is now going to finish in 19th instead of 20th. I'm done talking about Cardiff City for Mate, the rest of the season. They're out of the relegation zone right now. I'm done talking about Cardiff City for the rest of the season. <laughs> I heard. Now it's time to tell you what little we know, especially this week. It's prediction time. So, if you would have bet with me, you would have lived to fight another day. You would have, you would have lost have gone, your money like your friend did. You would have gone five and five if he would have bet all the games that I betted. He would He would have lived to fight another day. But Samuel Graham, what happened to you this week? Apparently, I had a bad week. You're below 500. And since you've been running your mouth, I've gained two games on you. I'm now four ahead of you. I was very drunk last time we did this. Yeah, well, I mean, you're just a mess, and I know how to pick games, and you don't. We'll see this week. All right, so let's go ahead and get into um, the Saturday early game. Boys and girls, binge drink Friday night. There's no early game Saturday. Sleep until 10. So this is the great part of the year where England – takes their clocks back and uh, a week or so before we do. So all the games are an hour uh, later than normal. All right, so let's go ahead. That was just you stepped all over yourself. but All right, well, well I still well, got the information out. Okay, very good. Well, I mean, come on. I'm pouring myself a whiskey, and then you're like... <laughs> dup, 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 you distracted dup, me because it looks so good. <laughs> oh, I mean... <laughs> I love a fat man pouring a glass of whiskey. It gets me all excited. <laughs> Hashtag quick fat. <laughs> all right, so all the midday games. We start off with uh, Brighton to host Wolves. Um, I think this is going to be a close match, and while Brighton is doing well at home, Wolves still, even though with the slip-up, are still a good squad. I see a scoring draw 1-1. I've got 1-0. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, to Brighton. <coughs> oh, damn. Um, I've got uh, Brighton winning 1-0. Um, Wolves... Didn't create much. I don't see much happening here. I don't think they're going to get out of the funk uh, that quickly. All right. So the next game has uh, Fostum. Uh, Who? <laughs> yeah, Who's exactly. that? Fulham hosting the Cherries. I um, thought you were game. watching the Canary Islands League. Look, I've been drinking Mezcal and chasing it with bourbon. <laughs> Settle down, killer. Um, you know what so, I call that? Tuesday. Yeah. Okay? Her, her Tuesday. Well, grow up. Um uh, Fulham Fulham hosts uh, the Cherries, and uh, this is a hard one to pick because Fulham can't defend and Bournemouth can't score on the road. So I'm going to uh, go at Watford. Well, yeah, apparently. So I'm going to go with the home team and take a two to one against my better judgment. But this is this is one I would walk away from if I was going to bet. I would not bet this game. I would not bet this game. Well, they're if they were at home, I would have taken them at home. But they're they're on the road. No, I I, I have don't feel full, good about my two to one pick. Fulham's defense is absolute garbage at the moment. Worse than ours, and I got a lot of gripes with ours. Uh, Arsenal, that is. Um, I have Bournemouth three one. Very good. So 
the high-powered Cardiff City offense goes on the road. To, goes on, on those, the, those. I'm starting to drool. Those words don't go together in a yeah. sentence. Well, let me finish the thought. It's going to have a good payoff. Um, go on the road to Anfield. Sorry, Cardiff. Your luck runs out. 2-0 yeah. to Liverpool. I got 2-0 as well. Same thing. I'd, I'd like to say 4-0 to Liverpool, but they They're can't not seem scoring. to get yeah. score. They're not scoring. So, uh, Newcastle heads south to St. Mary's Park. I am not going to watch this game because it's going to be Neither god awful, ugly. I'll if take, you got something else to do, go do it. <laughs> I'll take 1 0 to Newcastle only because I have faith in Rafa. I, I got 1 0 as well to Newcastle. No. Um, it, I'm going to seriously go grocery shopping with my wife uh, for this one. I don't care at so, all. Um, so, uh, two encouraged sides face off as Huddersfield heads to Watford. I'll go with the Hornets, 2-1, since it's at home. 2-0. Uh, no. Very good. All right, so the Saturday late game. This should actually be a really fun game, kind of yeah. a mid-table match. I think Wes Morgan comes back in the side. Going to be a lot of, well, he'll just get another red card again. <laughs> he, he gets a red card, he's gone for three games, he comes back, gets a red card, goes out for yeah, three games. Yeah, he's like the back. new Phil Jack Yelka. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say more like the Gareth Barry. But, you know. Fair enough. Um, so you have uh, Lester playing uh, West Ham, and it's the battle of two dickhead strikers facing off. And yep. I'm going to give it to uh, Jamie Vardy <laughs> over in Altovich, 2-1 to one to the Foxes. Wow. I've got a scoring draw, 1-1. One, one. Is it both of the dickhead scoring? Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Arnautovic probably on a penalty. Jamie Vardy uh, on, on a, a counterattack. On a counterattack, yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, so Sunday sees uh, two early games. Uh, first, Chelsea heads to Turf Moor. Which typically not an easy place to play, but I think Chelsea yeah, is the, rolling. Given and, their recent form, uh, Burnley. Uh, I I see a two 0 win for I, Chelsea I over have Burnley. Two-nil, exactly that two 0 Chelsea. And then we have another London derby, very, not a very quietly. Also, again, oh, just unassuming, unassuming yeah. but just very professional. Boom, boom, boom. Huh? We're done. Jorginho has another hundred thousand passes. In one game. Completely <laughs> against my prediction. Yep. I early on had predicted that Chelsea would finish in second, just unassumingly. My real predictions, I don't have them finishing second because the yeah. community shield got me all worried. <laughs> I know, me too. I did the same thing. I had them in like eight. <laughs> and this team is going to finish second, and we're all going to go, how, how the, the hell did they do like, that? Like, how? Yeah. How did they finish in second place? That's exactly what's going to happen. Yep. So in the other game, we have a London Derby. Um. Not a regional derby, so it's not as big of a deal, but we have uh, Arsenal uh, going to Palace. I see an easy 4-1 to win. I see I see exactly what we saw, which is a tight defense, but you guys will figure it out a lot easier than we do, and you'll have a 2 nothing lead by halftime. You'll give up a dumb goal to make it 2-1, to one, and you'll score too late to win 4-1. to one. On the road, I have us 2-0. Um Palace still isn't easy to break down, necessarily, but they have one plan, and I we have a little bulldog that we're gonna say, "Hey, stick on him," and he's not gonna be able to go anywhere. Watch, watch Zaha at the top, and every time he gets the ball, Torreira put, him, put him on the ground, kicking him in the chest. Yeah, put yep. him on the ground, Just absolutely, put him on the ground, love it, because he's gonna cry yeah. about it a bunch, and you know what he's not gonna get Drop the calls because because he keeps begging for him. Yep. Keeps begging for him. The, the entire game against Everton, all he was doing at, at the top was begging for calls, and he never got them except for the penalty kick, and that was it. So he's 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 not doing himself any favors right now, and I think Arsenal's going to roll easily. So in the late game, uh, we have Everton traveling to Old Trafford, where they rarely get points. Um, although uh, in Bobby, recent seasons, you've done well. Oh, Bobby Martinez got a. Uh, Got a win there. He actually took six points off of uh, <laughs> off of uh, Man U that year and got uh, Moisey fired. Um, I mean, I love you for all the work you did for our club, but it was really good to uh, know that we are the team that makes managers get fired. You know, like 
Liverpool and we got Rogers fired after that one, one draw that would made me feel so good. Um, I actually see. Oh, good. He stopped stroking himself. <laughs> Settle down. I see. I see a, uh, I see a two, two match and I see potentially depending on what happens in the champions league, the end of Mourinho. This could be the game that gets him fired. It's not. A great time to have Juventus come into town, is it? Um, I have two one to you. Really? Give I it do. Up to you. I do. I have two one to you. What'd you say you had? I have two two. Two two. You had two two draw again. Um, I got two one to you. I just I don't think they have it going forward. That being said, I'm I'm you know showing my ass here, uh, potentially, because Lukaku loves scoring against you. He loves, you know, taking a dig against his old clubs. Yeah. So grabbing, grabbing the patch and yeah. giving the shush to the away I'm a, fans. I'm a and... little, you know, nervous saying it, but the the form you guys have been in, especially uh, the raver uh, at the back there, I've got two one of you guys. I, I think you all can pull it off. I'd love it. I, you know what? I'd love to be wrong. I would love to lose a game to you. Let it be. <laughs> let it be Everton win two one, and I'm wrong. Would. Would love it. Monday Night Football. We got a battle of heavyweights. Although I think one is a true title contender. And I think the other one... Is a lot lighter than a heavyweight. Manchester City heads (laughs) to... Oh, settle down. (coughs) What, because I take a dramatic pause? You're going (laughs) to laugh as you're puffing on your... uh, (laughs) My vape. Yeah, and that you keep coughing on. It, I, I got a lot of issues here with my coil. You just got a lot it's of not issues. Go, it's not going you got well. a lot of issues in general, killer. I got problems. Um, <laughs> so Manchester City heads to Wembley to play Tottenham. I think this is a one-sided affair. I think this is three-nil to City. I wow. think it is a ass whooping of epic proportion. I have three-one to City. I uh, do think Spurs will get something. Uh, a consolation goal maybe late on, but City dominates this game. This match is City telling Tottenham your fourth or fifth place at best. Yeah, f- this off. is exactly what it is. This yep. is this is okay. So Liverpool's Liverpool's good and Chelsea's good, but the rest of us, yeah, we don't care about the rest of you. That's it. Despite me recently going to the gym again, uh, I was still too old for this shit. And in that news, uh, Big Sam is going to lead us into DU. Well, actually, I was just leading us in. Big Sam's going to tell us about Drunkard United this week. Uh, t- tough match. Uh, lost to uh, Al Noreen, uh, one of our big foes in the league. Lost to uh, rivals. Yeah. <laughs> lost lost 4-2. to Um. Honestly, we were a little thin on the squad. Still, I played well though. Yeah, I, the squad that was there played very well. Um, we made some changes with the squad. We added a longtime foe, new partner of the squad, uh, friend off the pitch yeah. though. Oh, great, good guy, great, great guy, great guy, good uh, guy. Uh, uh, Scott, who used to play for the other white boy team in the league forever, and he was a guy that. Um, Literally, we would play an entire match going, cover Scott. Don't let Scott score. Just don't let him score. And it's nice to add him to the team. I thought the team played well. We we only had one sub. We didn't have our starting keeper. Missing some uh, key players. But a a 4-2 loss, the the team could... eh, would have liked to have seen us score some more goals, but I think we're going to get there. I, I, I think this – I I like this incarnation of Drunkard United for this season more so than last season. Yeah, we, um, we'll we learn each other again. Um, We'll get some guys healthy again. We've had uh, Craig and Josh are both – you know, Josh was there but still dealing with, you know, a bit of a knee issue and – Craig had a had a sickness uh, problem that landed him in the hospital. Godspeed. Uh, he's doing well. But um, we'll learn each other again. We'll get back to it. And, you know, Jake will be back on a regular basis. And I think we'll be okay. Good. 
good pieces. Yeah, we've got good pieces. Yeah, we've got good pieces, and we'll 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 learn each other again. And uh, honestly, we'll this get season, there. this season, I think we're a playoff team. Yeah, I think we're right for sure. There. I think for we're sure. definitely a playoff team for sure. And uh, we're playing a new side. Uh, this Iraq uh, FC. Yeah. It, it, no. Ar- yeah. No. Yeah. It's Iraq FC. Iraq FC. No. No. Iraq no. football club. I thought we were playing the Arsenal, not Arsenal. Oh yeah. Uh, we're doing Arcanal. them too. Yep. I, I'm sure Iraq FC is uh, the um, other Al team. team. Yeah, yeah the, the other, the other offshoot of Nareen, which is the Turkish guys. They normally have a second side. Yep. Um, so thank you for joining us, Sammy. Any parting words? Yeah. Again, um, I appreciate everybody got in touch uh, over the last couple of weeks. It was great uh, hearing from you uh, and kind of bantering back and forth. Sorry, Sam, lost your money. Um, while we do pride ourselves on, you know, having a winning record every week, uh, for the most part, do not blame us for your losses. You know, we're doing the best we can over here while we're drinking whiskey, remember? Uh, and, uh, when we do our predictions, so it's only it's a, a matter of time that we bring your daughter in to pick games. It's a relatively safe bet when you bet with us, but we can't guarantee that you're going to see a return. Uh, other than that, continue to get in touch. We love hearing from you. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see y'all next time. You are really just trailing off, aren't you there? I, Running out of steam. I've been Tired drinking boy. Coors Light all day. It's the three year anniversary of my father's passing. So I had about eight Coors Lights before I got here, uh, in his honor. That was his beer. And I actually skipped going to his grave today to watch the Arsenal game to do this show. Uh, I will be heading there tomorrow, uh, to say hello. Uh, and how you doing? But uh, but the, yeah, so I yeah I am trailing off, Dick. Well, Sam, <laughs> thanks. Sam Senior was a great man, and we should all show affection more, my good man. That's uh, exactly what mate, we should. Do. I appreciate it. So raise a glass to that. Here, that was oh, brilliant. There's a big old bump off the table right there. So uh, thank you again so much for uh, joining us for Sam Graham. This is Sam Houston. Mr. Graham handles the uh, Insta now full time, and I'm on the Twitter. So uh, follow us and chat with us during the games. I sit there with multiple games going on, trolling all of the teams, just making jackass remarks. And I would love to talk to all of you during the matches. So uh, come troll with me. Till next week, kids. Later. Yeah, hit us up. Um, I'll be at the Alzheimer's walk this week, but I'll be following along on my phone, and uh, it'll be a good time. I'll uh, do my best to get back in touch as fast as possible. Love you guys. Good night. Take care, everybody. Chicks waiting for their chance. So come on now, honey. I'll make you feel pretty. These other gals mean nothing to me. Let's finish these drinks and be gone for the night. Cause I'm more than a handful, you'll see. So kiss me. We need to be hashtag professional. Fucking rookie. God damn it.